I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to Frog How, we're your hosts, Rags and Odd. Bam, switched it up. Also, I really appreciate how many um, throat clearings that you have to do because she does it before every single intro. I think I, think I do it because it's just kind of like <laughs> a like mental reset of like we're switching gears and I need to I have to put like, my NPR is, voice on. This is my mental, you're about to switch gears, refresh. Because I like, don't have a refresh button, so I have to. I wish I did. Throat. I think so you, you can do a whole cut of like me clearing my throat and a whole cut of them burping. What if we? What if we just? Have you ever tried resetting? Like maybe if you press both at the same time and like there's one other thing, do you have to have like, help? So press. <laughs> that doesn't work. You know, maybe that's reset. You don't know. <laughs> so one of my favorite things is that a lot of times when I reach over to like put my hand on Christy's leg or touch her shoulder. She starts to, she burps. And I'm like, I got the burp button. It happens without fail at least like once a day where I reach over, I put my hand on my shoulder, or I touch her arm, or I put my hand on her leg, and then she burps. Maybe because she has Crohn's. Probably. But it's really funny because I hit the burp button. Okay, maybe we should talk about the topic we're actually talking okay. about. <laughs> um, so I have a topic for today because I'm trying to 
live vicariously through all artists and pretend that I'm artsy myself. You're pretty artsy. I would say that um, I'm probably the less creative one. I'm not creative. I just draw lines and they come, become mazes. Yeah, but you it. make mazes. That's pretty badass. That's eh, Um, I'm not going to say anything on that because I don't think so. But anyway, um, I have a pet peeve and I think this is stemming from being surrounded by a lot of artists and artsy, craftsy folk. Mm-hmm. And it's when you go to like Target or Home Goods or TJ Maxx or like your big box stores and you buy art there that you could easily just go find the artist of or go find an artist that can like do something similar or whatever. There's so many people who create out there and we go to box stores out of convenience already and then we're buying art out of convenience that does not benefit the artist. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Um, I just think that, you know, there there's some really great creation platforms. Um, you know, if you go on to Instagram, even Facebook has a lot of great creationists. Creation creators. That's what I wanted to say. Creationist. <laughs> I think that's a little different than where we're going. Facebook and Instagram have a lot of creators that have links to their websites. Uh, Etsy is pretty good. Um, Etsy actually is really cool too because if you buy something, mm-hmm. they donate. They are part of a program that goes to car- uh, offsetting their carbon emissions for shipping. So that's like a- I've heard some complaints about. Etsy. I, mean, I mean, everybody has it. They it, all have their pros and cons. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I mean, like Etsy. Etsy's basically like a giant retailer, so they are going to take a cut. They're going to take a percentage, but they're going to basically take that regardless of whether or not you're selling. Yeah. You know, the fact of the matter is that Etsy was set up originally to give these creators a space to sell. Yeah. And on the platform of the Internet. Right. And there's also like Society6 and Redbubble and things like that where people who make like really cool prints and stuff, you can get them on different mediums. Right. And I think the whole point of this rant is just to go to the artist. Like the artist, I guarantee you, would really love to make money directly and not, you know, get money from like home goods, you know, because of a home goods paycheck. Go to the artist. It it really does go to show that like you appreciate their art and the work that they put in because a lot of times art is thankless. But what do I do if I don't know any artist? There's a fucking Instagram and a World Wide Web. So it's not, I think it's not just though, like no, there, Instagramming because it so can be different really, ways to get yeah. art. So I think like one good place is starting like um, if you go to comic book conventions, there's always like a ton of people there who do art in lots of different formats or whether they draw for comic books or they're just like fans who are selling like fan art. Um, There's also um, I think farmers markets also, at least up in New Jersey, there are also like a ton of people who flea markets too. flea markets. like start local, go walk down your main street. Maybe that's just a New Jersey thing. I don't know if that exists anymore outside of New Jersey. <laughs> um, but like just walk into a boutique and see what they're selling because a lot of the times they're going to be, they will be selling local um, goods or even just walking into like non-big name, like yarn stores especially. Mm-hmm. I find that are selling um, prints in addition to yarn 
um, and stuff like that. And like craft fairs too. Like there's always these like craft markets that pop up around the hol- the winter holidays. Um, so go stock up on your art then. And also art makes really great gifts because a lot of times people don't like they they want to decorate, but sometimes they're a little lazy. And like it's a great way to you know give somebody a like a housewarming gift or mm-hmm. like something along those lines. It's just. I I try to always support artists or organizations for the holidays, so that's just like something that I do. But I just think that like we need to be more aware of it and actually do it. Go support your fellow artists, and also artists don't be afraid to go and you know shamelessly self promote. There's not enough of that, I think, because we're we're taught to be humble and modest, and we have like these stupid imposter syndromes and like we're not worth it. But no, really, like. Go create, go post it, you know. Make an Instagram for your account, even if you're not willing to do it in person, because I know it's really scary. Yeah. Um, But post it on the internet. Join some groups. I know that's where I found a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I found someone who did um, portraits of my dad's dogs um, that I ordered for him because um, he loves them so much. Um, and I met the person through Facebook, like a Facebook group. Yeah. I thought it, it's really cool and it was really awesome to be able to talk to the person and also um, like know that that money was going directly to her pocket. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked it. And also she did a fantastic job. Yeah. I think that um, artists, you really need to put yourself out there and just do it. And Instagram's really awesome because they actually... so everybody knows like the private accounts and then the business accounts but instagram actually did a creator account which doesn't follow the same algorithms of the business account so you people it's similar uh similar algorithms um to your personal account it does garner more followers so the more interactions it has like a business account so it's kind of like um there's some pros and cons obviously but it's kind of like the best of both worlds so to speak and don't undersell yourself and people when you're buying don't shortchange the artist there's a lot of time and effort that goes into that work yeah you're paying for that person's time not necessarily just the materials it takes so long to be creative and even if it doesn't you're paying for that person's like emotional energy yeah Um, because art's a lot of emotional energy yeah exactly and i think that it's good to support um support individuals um because you can be supporting, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like supporting um, like things and people that you care about. And so not even if you know that person directly, but if you care about supporting women or you care about supporting um, trans folks or care about supporting people of color, mm-hmm. like go, they're artists of all shapes and sizes, gender, sexualities, that you can go out and support their work um, and support their creativity. Yeah. And so that's another way to do that. Yeah. Listen, yeah, 100%. If you want to support a creator, you can follow me at, at Winfinity underscore Mason there you go. on Instagram. Promote yourself. Shameless self-promotion. Yeah, your mazes are pretty cool. I hate, hate mazes on principle, but yours look really pretty. I'm working, uh, so I'm talking to our favorite OT mm-hmm. about a way to make mazes for those who are visually impaired. Oh, that's cool. Because I was talking to Chrissy about it last night. And one of the thing, I mean, like we have a friend who is visually impaired, but also 
when when you're blind or when you know you're starting to lose your seeing your your vision that's what i want to say like a lot of times you start to lose your contrast or you can't you know you can't make out certain fine details um that takes so many things off the like off the grid of usability um including like brain teasers and mazes and crosswords and puzzles and that type of stuff um so i'm trying to figure out i've I have an exper- I have two experiments at home. Um, I'm hoping that the second one is a better way to do it. And basically, it's just a tactile, you know, maze that you can follow with your fingers. So instead of carving in and then you get splinters, I'm raising it up. So you can just follow without the splinters. I have so. a side question. Yeah. Not really relevant. But since we're talking about the visually impaired, um, what do you think? that people who read Braille think when they um, touch something that says, do not touch. You know what I mean? Like at like museums and stuff, or I don't know, like. Well, they're probably reading, like they're probably feeling the sign of. They're feeling the sign of it, but like, what do they think it is? That's probably a really stupid question, but I just thought about it earlier today. Why there's Braille on drive through ATMs? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. I just think it's really, like, people don't think about that stuff. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I just want to be careful because, like, I don't. So I was experimenting with dots, like, mm-hmm. using glue to create raised dots and making a maze that way. But then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, first of all, this is really hard to do. And second of all, what if, I, like, in Braille, I don't realize it, but I'm, like, spelling, like, something. So I'm like, okay, dots are out. So all of this is to say that you should probably buy art from, well, not probably, you should be buying art from actual artists. Don't go to Target and pay $30 for a stock photo. Yeah, go to the creator and pay like 25 bucks. Or more. Or more. Support them. Maybe you want like a very specific Smurf portrait. with your dog and then like also your cat in the background that takes a lot of effort so please do go ahead and make friends with artists find people that whose work you like go out and support them by buying their stuff um don't support big corporations fucking sucks because they rule everything Mm -hmm. um if you have a particular artist that you like, you should send us some stuff um, on our email at browpalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also tag us some things on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. And as always, don't, don't be, be a dick. dick.